All right, welcome back to Two Bros with the Show. Uh, my name is Kurt, uh, one of the bros with the show, and I'm joined by um, two very special people today. Uh, one normal person, the other one's more special because we have reoccurring guest Avery Schrock on the pod, um, listener of the month several times, huge fan of the, of the pod, and great friend of the pod. But want to welcome you on, Avery. How are you doing this week? I'm doing well. Thanks for, thanks for the honor. Yeah, of course. We're so happy. Um, that you can make it, but I do want to publicly apologize to you um, because, for from the both of us, but Jer is, has no time of, or a sense of time at all, and he's always like 40 minutes late, so we're recording this like 30 minutes late, so I do apologize um, for that. I mean, I'd expect nothing different out of my brother Jer. Yeah. Yeah, but can we uh, bring up the fact that Curtis scheduled this podcast at 8.30, and it's Right on time. So uh, hmm. let's not get past that point here. Oh, really? For those listening, I hope it is 8.41 currently. Yes, thank you. It is thank 8.41 you. as we're 10 minutes into this podcast. Well, well, <laughs> here, let's, let, let, I should have left this on, but just to clarify, Jared just had a very, like, he doesn't know how to work technology whatsoever because he was on mute for the first 20 minutes of this podcast, and me and Avery were just talking to each other. So uh, you admit that it was 20 minutes. No, it was like, okay, me. fine, it was two minutes. Okay. Uh huh. <laughs> so. so, yeah, so I just got a dog that's just squeaking at this toy over here, and uh, she's going at it, so I didn't want you guys to hear that. And there she's back at it. So, <laughs> she's been, uh, I'll, I'll be on mute for a second while you can uh, let Avery introduce himself. Yeah, Avery, uh, why, why don't you uh, introduce yourself for the, for, the, for the new listeners out there, and um, why don't you tell us what you're up to, what you've been up to since the last time we've had you on? Yeah, so uh, I'm, I'm Avery Schrock, as you said. I. Uh, Grew up with Jared and Curtis. Jared and I have been best friends since kindergarten. Curtis, probably since he was in first grade and I was in kindergarten. Mm-hmm. Been some guys being dudes for a really long time. Mm-hmm. Uh, since since the last time I was on the pod, man, that's, that was a while ago. I think uh, things have had some changes. Change my golf games picked up quite a bit. Yep. Uh, I have, have a good relationship. Just a lot of real good things going on in life. Work's going well. I'm gonna hang out with all my all my bros this weekend, so a lot, lot of good things looking up. Yeah, that's awesome. Um, and you said you said your golf game has been going pretty strong. Um, been playing a lot then. Yeah, I actually just uh, got back from the Irish Cup and uh, played 54 holes in, uh, in two days. So yeah, my, my golf game's been been playing a lot. So uh, for the listeners, and I'm not even sure what the Irish Cup is. Can you tell me? Uh, so it's, uh, my girlfriend, her name is Samantha L and, uh, she, her family that has a golf outing every year and, uh, with their f- friends and stuff and that they've named it the Irish cup and it's two, two teams. It's kind of like the Ryder cup style. Okay. First, first day, well oh, then scramble. So you play 36 the first day and then the last day is match placing. Wow. It's a lot of golf. That is a lot of golf. I did make sure you bring that up, though, because uh, we are kind of transforming into a golf podcast. I'm kind of getting a big following that way, so I think we're kind of going to keep doing it that way. Um, it seems to be working. Yeah, I have to edit out where I just said my girlfriend's name to protect her identity. <laughs> That's okay. true. Yeah, you never know who's on these things. Uh, we do have some... We do have some... Uh, some Russian listeners, so uh, we'll yeah, we'll make sure that they can't hear that. Yeah, just get a, just get a good a, get a good beep in there. It says my girlfriend's name. Blank. 
Okay, I can. I'll do my best. Um, for those that don't know, I am the, I am the uh, the co the co-host plus and editor of the of the pod, and uh, my editing skills are not very good. Um, so I do apologize for that if I don't bleep it out at the exact spot. So. Yeah, as long as you just bleep out one of the names, we'll be good. Okay, all right, that sounds good to me. Um, so Avery, how you been? How you been golfing? Has it been been good or like shooting under a hundred or what? What's the deal here? Yeah, just set a new record this weekend. I feel good about it. Like a lot of the a lot of the followers are gonna laugh at it. So, uh, but it was it was below a hundred. It was below ninety five. So I'm pretty proud of it. That's good. That's really good. That's really good. Yeah. I, That's better I, than what's Curtis. What's yours? Uh, Jared, you didn't have to bring it up, dude. Come on. <laughs> like, like I, you know, I was just trying to say, just trying to say, it's a good score. It is a good. Yeah, score. I, shot a, I shot a ninety-two on Saturday. Ooh, I shot a forty, followed by a forty-nine. That's gonna lead me into my bull hockey of the week: shooting a forty-three, playing match play, so you play not to lose, and playing conservatively and shooting a forty-nine on the back nine. Yeah, wow. we've I all been there. Match, actually, very similar bull hockey on mine. Uh, with the Uther, I don't know if you heard last week's episode, um, but I presented this new golf ball called the Uther. Um, Curtis actually used it for the first time, so I don't know if we can see his review on it, but was shooting incredible on pace for an 80 through eight holes. Lose my Uther, and I shoot a 97. <laughs> can you, like, this is like one of our good friends of the pod named Cole, who's like, I shot a 43 through 7. Sweet, man. Yeah, right. yeah, I was at 36 through 8. Sweet. Sweet. Is that, is that how many holes you play? What? So how many holes do you actually – you don't play seven holes yeah, or whatever. Yeah, but, I mean, if, I'm just, if Avery brought up the hole through nine, I mean, I think it's fairly similar. Uh, through eight, through nine. Oh, like nine's like a – I finished a half round. <laughs> well, yeah, so I shot a 43 through nine. Okay, there we go. Is that better? Yeah. 97 through, on pace for an 86, 97, final score. Uh, was it a par 5 on the 9th hole, or was it? Did you... Yeah, par 5. Wow. That's not bad. So... Yeah, but now it's... It was, it was just, I don't know, you get in your head that you're going to shoot your best round of all time, and then I you know. start thinking about it, and you start hitting balls out left, right, up, down. It does stink, man. Usually... Yeah. That's golf, though. That's golf. So here's my thing, um, and I've kind of uh, alluded to this before, but... I usually just have like two good holes. Um, the first two good hole are are good holes for me, and then after that, it's like all downhill. Um, but you guys all said your bull hockey, so I'm gonna actually say my bull hockey as well. So my bull hockey also has to do with the Uther ball. So I stole one from Jer. Jer bought him, um, and I I took one, and um, my only one. And here's what happened, guys. And you guys might laugh at me, but. This morning, I'm playing with my Uther ball. I hit a pretty good shot. I was I was all up for the hype. You have it? Did you lost it yet? Uh, I lost it this morning on a par three uh, where I um, there was like no trees or anything. I'm pretty sure the ground sucked it up. <laughs> like, I've been there. Been to many of those. Also, like, what job are you able to golf on Monday morning? <laughs> yeah, Dude. that's just that's incredible. <laughs> Dude, I golf every Monday morning right before work. So. Uh, before work, like what time? Before work, what time before work? Well, uh, I go in at nine, so I I I, I golf from like eight to nine. So. So you're yeah. basically retired. <laughs> yeah. And Google says retired. <laughs> so you don't, you guys, you guys don't get to do that, huh? 
Uh, no, I can go in. If I want to go in before work, I can. I It's got to be at 6 o'clock a.m. It's <laughs> wet. And the, the sprinkler still is still on. Yeah, I don't like moist golfing. Yeah, it's not great. Um, literally, I think I, I golf terribly in the mornings because, like, all the guys, all the maintenance crew guys are out there, and they're just staring at me. I let I uh, This morning when I lost, lost the golf ball, I... I literally held up the maintenance crew for like 25 minutes just looking for the ball. So the user, yeah, the maybe user, they yeah. took it. Think about What'd you say, Avery? Maybe they took it. Well, that's what I'm wondering. I mean, that's the only explanation that I can think of. But they were watching me the whole time, so I don't know. What's your review on it, though? Would you say that it improved your game? So, Jared, I only got to play with it for like four holes, so I have no idea. I mean, I. I uh, actually play. Uh, yeah, we got Lix. Uh, Lix will be playing with it uh, this Friday with me. Um, we'll we'll see. I'm uh, outing for. I guess I'm kind of part of the bridal party for the wedding. Uh, big wedding coming up, um, so I got the invite to the bridal party golf outing, and uh, and the rehearsal dinner. Where's um, it at? So, the golf outing? Yeah. Uh, probably Atkins in Champagne. Big fan. Yeah, Jared said that a lot about um, the Atkins Golf Course. He's a big into the Atkins Golf Course and um, in Champaign. I'm not sure what's so special about it. Uh, it's just had a, a lot of open area to not lose. So I'm going to be able to use the Uther the whole round probably. Um, might be able to shoot an 80, 85. That's kind of the goal for tomorrow or for Friday. So, uh, What time does the wedding start on Saturday? Do you guys know? Uh, Jer? Curtis? <laughs> aren't, aren't you officiating a wedding this Saturday? Is it the same wedding? It is the same wedding, yeah. I think so. If we're, if we're thinking of the same wedding, I think it's 4.30. Should we just invite all the listeners? Yeah. Okay. Um, I don't know the address, so I would. otherwise I would. I, yeah, it's going to be a big day for, for listener of the pods. Yeah, it will be. Will be for sure, and um, I know I'm excited for it, and uh, excited to see all you guys. I haven't seen seen everybody in a while, so it's gonna be pretty pretty fun. And um, uh, but I know anything else? What do you guys have? Anything else about the about your golf game? Anything else that you guys want to mention? Uh just <clears throat> I got a <clears throat> sorry guys, easy. Jerry. I got a review coming up as well. Got fitted for a golf club uh, since last uh, last episode, so. Driver, we'll see what happens. Uh, I can give you guys a review, and maybe we'll have some listeners follow suit by uh, by a driver where I one. And where was that? Uh, it's uh, called that. Uh, what's the place I keep bragging about? Um, Diamond Tour. Uh, no, only downfall is I didn't buy the cheap one. Uh, they suckered me into it, and they have basically forced me to buy it. Um, so I'm spending a little too much money, but it'll be good for the review. <laughs> Yeah, that's that'll be good. Um, I, I yeah. What? Go ahead, Avery. What'd you say? Is he still jujuing his swing? Nope, not anymore. They, uh, so when I got fitted, I got a free golf lesson, and well, it wasn't supposed to, but the guy just think was bored or something, and so I used his lessons, and uh, now next thing you know, I'm hitting balls straight. So about two thirty, two twenty. Can't complain. Last Curtis, we went to the went to the sim on Saturday. I uh, shot an 85 and a par 73, 12 over, and I, I was hitting some hitting some good balls. Uh, I think 280 was the longest. 
Yeah. The simulator. So let me ask you guys about your uh, about the simulator here. Um, do you guys think the simulator is like actually about – is that real golf? There's no way it's completely accurate. Yeah, it's not. I just I, – I mean – Well, Curtis, I mean – well, how do you shoot compared to what you usually shoot? Uh, like, pretty worse. Is that a term? Pretty worse? Pretty worse? Yeah. So you're saying that I'm actually better than an 85 gun. Is that what I'm hearing? <laughs> I guess. I guess you could say that. So. Right. I heard it here first. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Jer, uh, could you turn your video off, please? My video? Yeah. Why? Because it's glitching. Thank you. Jer, have you ever shot... What's your best score ever? Best score ever, uh, including the simulator, or no? Like, real life. Real life? That is technically real no, life. So. No, like, simulator not, not simulator. Like, okay. you spent on an actual uh, My best score ever is... I really don't know. I know I got I know I got an 86 last year at Hughes. Wow. But I don't know if I've gotten better than that or not. I don't think I have. But I might. I think through 40, if you, and then through 9... Where I didn't play the full eighteen, where it was like strictly just a nine, nine whole thing, I did shoot a forty once, but that was at Cascascia. Yeah, does does that count? I mean, everybody else counts it, then I got to count too. <laughs> so it's kind of up to the listeners. Yeah, that brings me uh, to my next point. Um, have you guys? I mean, we talked about it last week and got a lot of um, the boys open. We talked about the boys open and. Uh, a lot of the boys from the Boys Open have been thanking me for shouting them out. So I just want to um, just take a moment and do that again and ask Avery, are you going to be in the Boys Open? I am not. I will not be in town that weekend. What a bummer. That's a huge bummer for you, Avery, because um, actually I don't know why, but it's a huge bummer for you. Is there, did you hear, though? I've heard rumors uh, there's going to be a semi-pro Former Parkland golfer, um, Christian Cachetarian is going to be at the the Boys Open. Uh, supposedly, he shot a sixty-seven. I want to say at Kaskaskia. Uh, so, are you guys in the Boys Open? Uh, unofficially. Yeah, unofficially we are, but not nothing confirmed yet. But we're excited. Um, we're excited for uh, potential sponsors of the pod are the boys. So. Yeah, we might have a little booth open, get some signatures if anybody <laughs> wants one. Uh, that's just all up in the air so far. Uh, and then I also might be giving out some golf lessons from what I've learned from my guy. Um, if anybody's interested, just uh, give us a DM and we'll try to meet you there beforehand. So are we going to give away free Uther balls, Jer? Actually, I, how about that too? I'll, we'll, I'll save a pocket or a sleeve. What do you call them? Sleeve. A sleeve. I'll save a sleeve, which is three balls, $3.50 a golf ball. Um, for each one, so that's ten dollars worth. So uh, I'll save it, and we'll maybe give it away. So do a little, it, little, little raffle. That'd be good. That'd what? be good. But Avery, I, I have a question for you. What is uh, what is your uh, golf ball of choice? You know, so there's something like for my job. I'm, I'm not going to give away too much about me. I don't know if my <laughs> uh, listeners know too much, but he is very private. I, I, I don't. I don't really. Uh, I don't like to spend a lot of money. Yeah. So uh, I'm at the point where I buy a bucket of balls for, I get 40, 50 balls for 40 bucks. So when I lose them, I'm losing less than a dollar a ball. So, you know, until I can hit a thousand in a row and know that one's different, 
I, I go with cheap balls. Yeah, I, I am right there with you. Um, the only way I'm ever going to buy an Uther ball is if I get if they're a sponsor of the pod and they give it to us for free. So I will never probably buy them. Um, my actually my ball of choice is actually the ones that I find on the course. So um, and yeah, I, I'm, I'm currently hitting a lot of nitros, uh, some top flights. Yeah, like they they do the trick. Th- those are the best, honestly. I don't know if you've heard Avery, but um, if you really want to get some cheap balls, you can get um, uh, Kirkland's from Costco for twenty four for twenty bucks. So yeah, I just like to get fifty for forty. I think that's a better <laughs> deal. But. That's true. That's a good point. I didn't even think the, of that. I guess my math Nathan skills aren't up to par. Is that a place uh, option of choice for you guys? Say that again. Facebook Marketplace. Um, it could be an option. Um, and it has not yet been an option for me. But um, what is your reviews on Facebook Marketplace like stuff? Yeah, so I uh, I got some good stories. So two of them actually. So All I've right. done it about three or four times now, and it's it's up there. It's one of the best value you're gonna get for it comes from the best balls. I've done it twice, um, and this year the first time it, it was twenty bucks for. 30 Callaways. He literally said, put him on his front porch and told me to put the 20 bucks underneath his mat. I could have just ran away with him, but I'm a good guy. Uh, so I did the $20. Not, didn't even give him, didn't even try to do the tenors, rip him off or anything. Um, so yeah, so that was a good deal. And the second time, wants to meet at a McDonald's parking lot. His uh, son's driving him, teaching him how to do a little permit action, just being a good father. <laughs> Gets out of his car, hands me a paper bag. I hand him ten bucks or fifteen bucks, and I get in my car. Don't say a word. Uh, open the bag, and there's uh, twenty birdie stones in there. So it was a. Uh, it's been pretty good so far. Just uh, just something to think about. So so on the topic of Facebook Marketplace, I have this uh, glass table that I bought as part of a set of a, a dining room, like an outdoor dining room thing. So if anyone needs a glass table, I've never used it, never out of the package. Uh, shoot me an offer, shoot DM the pod, shameless plug here, uh, free ad uh, for a good glass table round. It's it's perfect. That's that was I like that, Avery. Um and where did you purchase this from? Um it's from it's from uh originally from Menards, part of the set. I just wanted a rectangular to fit my room better. So uh if you need pictures or anything, please DM the pod. Uh brother Curtis will get back to you and uh, let's make a deal. That sounds great. Uh, I'd be happy to help you out for a cheap fee of fifty dollars, Avery. That's not bad. I'm, I'm I was thinking able for like a hundred or less, so I don't really give a my price. Gross revenue, but I will give you that. I will give you a cut. Okay. All right. Sounds great. Sounds great. If this, I mean, if Avery sells this, think about this. This could be the new like plug where well, you just send us a message. We'll met, speak it out in the pod. Everybody gets uh, everybody gets to listen, and then if you sell it, we get a little cut. We can start doing that, I think. Maybe like a halfway point. Your segment. Sale of the week. Yeah. What What should this segment be called, Avery? Sale of the week. Sale of the week. Okay. Okay. Sale of the week. I missed that. Sorry. I, I think we need a pun. All yeah, right. I'm not very pun, but. We'll come up with something. I like this. I like we'll this new segment. What but, do you think, But Jay? for real, this is like a real thing. I do have a glass table. It <laughs> needs to be moved. Hypothetically, uh, it could be real. No, like there's no hypothetical about it, boys. It is real, and it it's gonna make a good home. I tried to give it to Chip for his gift, said he didn't want it. Consequently, I bought him a wedding gift. So you're just gonna give everybody it, just wants cash. 
Yeah. Avery doesn't want to give cash though. Yeah. Yeah. That's not fun. No, it's not. I agree. I've only ever given cash, I think. I don't think low, I've ever low in my key, lifetime. I've been... Low key just probably getting cash though. <laughs> so yeah. no, he's got to. Jared, you say you said Loki. I've given. I, I've only ever given cash. Jared is notorious um, for at Christmas for buying like one sock and then he'll put like a hundred dollars on it. <laughs> but that's Jared. That's how do you get the amount of money that you give somebody? What? How do you determine the amount of money that you give somebody? You give them five dollars for every year you've known. <laughs> Five dollars. I've only known Chip for five years, so, so that one's a little tough on him. But <laughs> when it comes to family, like my dad, I've known him for oh, I'm almost twenty five. Heck, that's a hundred dollars. Yeah, you definitely gave him more than that. Yeah, well, he put in a little extra work this year, so had to give him a little extra. Okay, shout out to Martin. He he has done a lot of work this year. He has. Shout out to his new job. Honestly, he's got a new job. Um, like, I'm not, we're not going to give away too much, but um, uh, this podcast is also sponsored by Etchwood um, for, for my dad. It is. So, so if you need some Etchwood, talk to my dad. Martin Plank. Can That's you explain to me what Etchwood is, please? Yeah, so Etchwood is a, um, it's a, it's a material so, or a texture. So it's basically you can put it on anything, really. So it's a lot of times used for, like, trim or like floating shelves doors um plywood so it's like a if you if you think of a farmhouse it's like all farmhousey um like if you know that term the decor thing uh that people i don't know if people still like it or not but etchwood is mainly they call it a texture so it's basically some factory takes these this trim this plywood and all these other products, and they put the texture over the top of it, basically, to make it look nice. So, that's Etchwood for you, Avery. You need some? Uh, I don't think so. So, is your dad still doing construction? Like, is this on top of it, or is this his new gig? So, that this is part of his new gig. He's actually uh, working in an office now, if you ever thought of my dad working in an office. Where's that at? Um, uh, Graber's Building Supply. So. Gotcha. Yeah, so... If you need if you need anything, you can talk to my my dad. He'll he'll still do construction, I think, um, for for you if you need it. But um, he's getting uh, I'm not gonna call him old, but he's had he's had a few like mishaps, you know. So he's getting a little sore on the arms and stuff. So I think it was time for him to get at, get out of the construction business. So good for him. I'm glad he's in an office. I don't know if he likes it uh, to be sitting there all day, but I think it's good for him. So. Good. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Get some good. Uh, get some advertising here for free. Um, <laughs> well, let's let's start getting back to the back to the basics. Back to the what we all want to talk about. Yeah. Spider Man. And. Sky. Illini. Yes. So, what are your Pretty thoughts? Good transition there. What are your thoughts? That's yeah. I just want to know how. Um, but I think that. That's a great sign for this season. I mean, and for him. I want. I kind of want to change my answer. We've uh, done this question for everyone so far. I'm leaning to change my answer, but Avery, who's going to be the best freshman this year? I think it's got to be Ty Rogers. I, that's what we thought, but he doesn't know Spider-Man. Well, he probably does now. Like, but have you ever seen Spider-Man and Ty, and Ty Rogers in the same room? 
you have a point. You're making some good points here, and uh, I think we're back. I think I'm back from Ty Rogers here. I think he's the guy. That's all you needed. Yeah. Yeah. No. It's, yeah, but I like. I don't. Yeah, I don't understand how this came to fruition, but um, I think that means that he's kind of a big deal already. Probably gonna get some extra viewers, especially if Toby's gonna be watching the games as well. What? And he was wearing an Atlanta jersey. Jared, what did you what did you tell me before the pod? You said you said he was Sky Clark's relation of some sort. Oh yeah, so my uh, there's just some rumors floating around uh, at this Elburn town. I'm I'm, I'm at uh, that they might be cousins. That's what uh, the rumor here is. Absolutely zero confirmation on that, so don't go spreading <laughs> too far. But um, if it does come to be true, you heard it here first on the pod. Mm-hmm. Thanks for the breaking moose. The breaking moose is that what you said? Yeah. Well, I can't take that from part of my take. So the breaking news. Sorry, sorry about that. Uh, I thought it was like a play on the moose lodge. Which is, <laughs> I won't. I don't want to get into that. But. <laughs> okay. So Avery, what are your other thoughts on Illinois basketball? Who do you think is going to be the um, the go to guy this year for us? Man, that's got to be between. Like so, when we say go to guy, like guys who's gonna be consistent every game, or like when we need a bucket, we're gonna go to him. Uh, let's go. Um, let's go both. What do you think, both? So consistent every game. I think I think Terrence Shannon's gonna be pretty consistent. I think he comes from a great culture at Texas Tech, mm-hmm. and Chris Beard really instilled a lot of a lot of good values in him, a lot of good uh, scoring ability, defensive competitor. I think when we need a bucket, I think we're gonna go Matthew Meyer. Yeah. That's a good good pick. I like uh, I like Matthew Meyer is I don't know he had a little bit of up and down at Baylor if I if I remember correctly, but he's so like he's so versatile. Like he can he can play a lot. He's long. How, how tall is he? Isn't he six ten? Yeah, right? he's like a, he's a he can go get his own. Right. I mean, if he wants to get his own, he can put his back to the basket or do something and get his own. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah for sure. Yeah, I was actually looking at stats up and the other day, and he uh, also last year incredible free throw shooter. Two years ago, not so much. So maybe he's uh, maybe he just worked a lot on that. But that's another thing that Illinois has always struggled at. So who knows? I feel like two years ago he wasn't in a big role with Baylor. He was in basically just a three and D, and those just like launching shots. So free throws were probably not up his radar. His stats actually said that <laughs> pretty much. <laughs> Yeah, he was he played a he played a decent role though on that championship team, didn't he? I mean, he was like off the bench to shoot and bring energy and then yeah. go back on the bench. Yeah, that's true. That's true. So I I saw that his mullet is gone, is that true? Yeah. First thing he did before he even came to Illinois. Probably a good idea. Yeah, yeah. but I think it would fit better here, wouldn't it? I mean, Baylor is Texas though, so probably not. <laughs> I was gonna say, what are you talking about, Jerry? Texas, I think mullets fit better in Texas, but mullets are back, and um, they're everywhere now, but um, oh well. I, I, I think who do you think will be the Who do you think will be the biggest loss this year? Ooh. Is it Kobe? Is he a guarantee, or are we better off without him? People are asking. I think our biggest loss is going to be Brother Trent, to be entirely honest. That's, that's my answer, yeah. That was going to be mine. Yeah, Brother Trent is... There's, I mean, that guy... I, we had this conversation last year, and I don't know if you were on the pod, Avery, when we had this conversation, but I feel like Trent Frazier should be, like, he probably won't be, but he should somehow have his have his jersey raised in uh, State Farm Center. 
I just like that Trent like was consistent. You knew he wasn't going to set the world on fire. I mean, he may go off for one like every year, but he's going to lock down the other defender, like their best player. If he's oh yeah, and if you if you needed a shot, it was always going to go in, and then it just always went in. Every you time. Just remember when he went on a hit-o run against Arizona by himself. That was amazing. I was at that game. It was incredible. <laughs> that place was electric. Electric factory. Yeah. Two so, years ago, Gonzaga. Don't don't remind me of that game, Jerry. Yeah, <laughs> electric though. Remember when we saw like Kool Aid Tanner's eye? <laughs> that was electric though. That that whole game. Yeah. Playing right, back like, like, by himself to airball a three and miss it. But hey, uh, if hey, he's listening, which I know he is, I'm sorry. <laughs> we still appreciate it. <laughs> I don't think I've ever, like, stood up watching an entire game, though, that I haven't been to, that I was watching on TV. <laughs> that was crazy, dude. Yeah. Yeah. Good times. What, uh, what has you been your, uh, the last, let's say, last three years when we've been pretty good, um, what has been your favorite game that you've been at live? Both Iowa. Big Ten Championship. Okay. Or win the Big Ten title, for sure. Iowa? Iowa. Yeah. Uh, my, I was, uh, I'd say Michigan State's up there, though, Avery, when we rushed the court. Yeah, that was, that was electric. That was Iowa's freshman year, is that right? Yes. Yeah, it would have been. I just watched, my favorite, I just watched the thing, uh, I think it was Iowa's highlights or something, but how he, uh, the announcer right before he had a huge three, this is, he says, this is not going to turn out good for Illinois. And Iowa just drills a three as soon as he says it. It was the best thing ever. So, I think that's up there with like the Tiger call where he's like, expect anything different. I think that's very similar. Yeah, yeah. I I think who's gonna be our closer this year though? There's so many questions. Matthew Meyer. I think yeah. it's TSA. Say that again. I think it's TSJ. Avery, what'd you say? I think that'd be Terrence Shannon, probably. Actually, yeah, probably Terrence Shannon. Terrence Shannon, yeah. I, my get, I'm gonna say TSJ too. I don't know. I but mean, I also feel like it's gonna be a guard though, because he's gonna have the ball in his hands more than Terrence Shannon. Who? Oh, that's true. Man. That's a good point. Uh, I mean, he's more of a wing than a guard. I mean, he's not a, a ball dominant player. I don't feel like I'm he isn't. S- but yeah. I, he, I've seen him do it at the end of the games, even at Texas Tech last year. I've seen him when he, they need a bucket. I've seen him be kind of hit. Step up. Yeah. My, uh, I'm actually yeah. pretty excited for, uh, uh, I think Luke Goody's going to play a bigger role than most people think. It's just my opinion. What do you guys think? I just don't think he has, I think he's a heck of a player, heck of a worker, but I just don't think he, with a team and how athletic we're going to be and how, how many good players we have, I think that. A step up, I don't. I mean, if you're talking like a sixth, seventh man, yeah, kind of just be the guy to come in and always take care of business for his ten minutes a game. I mean, yeah, I can see that, but I don't. I don't see it step being more than. I mean, fifteen minutes maybe max. Yeah, I think he's got a the ability to hit a big shot. I think that's the biggest thing that I think I see in him. Um, they say that he's like I don't know. They say that he's like a very mature guy, so I think that like his leadership is gonna is gonna help us. I don't know if that's gonna be like actual playing time necessarily, but um, like making big plays. But I do think he'll have in the locker room and such. He'll be he'll be a guy that's gonna um, 
provide a spark for us. So I don't know. Could be, could be not. It's a lot of predictions right now. It's a brand new team. Um, I told someone the other day that I think that uh, I don't know if our record's going to be better, but I do believe we're going to go further in the tournament. I agree. I very much agree with that. I uh, I kind of want to swing over to football, too, because that game's coming up here shortly. Um, do you think, so basketball with Underwood, uh, it was, what was it? It was the third year that they really started winning big games, right? Is that accurate? I mean, it wasn't until the fourth year that they kind of, they were like the number one team, or was it the third year they were number one? For a little bit there. That would have been, Avery, you might have to help me out on this, but I think that was his fourth year, wasn't it? Can you say the question again? Well, what year did Brad Underwood really start taking off uh, where they were number one? And I guess that was because of COVID. Without COVID, it would have been his third year, right? Yeah, that would have been his third year without yeah. COVID. Okay. Yeah, so, I mean, right. third year here for Belima, right? This is this is his second year. This is he's second, only here for a year. Yeah, really? Yeah. Man, second year. Jeez, <laughs> it feels like three years. Good try, though. I feel yeah. like... I don't think you can compare the two together, though, because it takes so many more good players to make a football team good than a basketball. Like, we got blessed with Ayodesumu to make our basketball team that much better, and he can go one-on-five, basically, and carry the team at times. Football, you can't go one-on-eleven and carry a team. That's a good point. You can't, but I think that I think that a good it's more coaching involved in football than it is basketball. So, I mean, it's I think you can have three stars, but a really, really good coach, and I think you could start becoming six, seven, win, eight, win team. Yeah, I would disagree with that. Really? I feel like you can out-coach. Like, like, if we go play a really good team in football, we don't have a chance. Like, if you're superior athletes, bigger linemen, faster players, in football, like, you literally just don't have a chance, no matter what play you draw up. Basketball, you can do schemes, a bunch of different things, and out-coach the other coach and team and t- play to their weaknesses more than you can in football. Uh, maybe, I think maybe that's true to an extent, but I feel like there's only maybe eight programs in the entire country that are that much more dominant in football. I feel like once you get past that eight, ten teams, everybody's talent-wise, there's more even playing field. Okay, that's fair. So, you guys, so let me just, uh, so you guys think, or Avery, you think that a uh, it takes more. Are you saying athletically it's, it takes more to be a uh, be a good football team? Is that what you're saying? Or like no, t- yeah. I mean, I think it takes more. Like if you have superior athletes and bigger, stronger players that understand football, like you're gonna win nine out of ten times. Like Alabama yeah. is gonna win nine out of ten games against everyone. I would agree. I would agree with that. I think I think I would agree more with you on this, Avery, because. I do agree with that. I mean, you look even look at the college football like um, rankings and stuff. Like it's always the same teams that are good, and it's because of that very reason. They have all these athletes. They are able to get all these athletes because of their uh, because of their they were so much bigger, stronger, faster than all all the other teams. And you just look at the Alabama, the Georgia. I mean, there's I can name maybe what six teams that are have are, are like that, and it's. In basketball, there's just so much more variance, and I do think there's more schemes, much more schemes involved, in my opinion, in in basketball yeah. than there is football. I mean, I feel like in basketball, if somebody's, like, really, really good, you can still have a chance to shut them down. You can send doubles. You can do yeah. uh, you can do so many different things. Football, like, okay, 
I'm going to force I, – I don't know. I just feel like you can't coach as much, but maybe I'm wrong. Yeah, I don't know. I, I, I guess where you're coming to, former Sam, I guess my argument is more that if you're uh, – you won three games last year in football, I think a coach can make enough difference to – in a year or two, he can change a program into a, maybe a seven-win team, a, yeah. I mean, a, a respectable program, whereas I feel like in basketball it takes a little more than – I think that basketball is more – getting players and if you're just if you don't have the players i feel like you don't it's going to be a lot harder whereas in football you can have use the same players just have a better coach and he can coach you from three to seven wins pretty quick yeah that's kind of my argument i can see yeah i get i get what you're saying the way i kind of look at it though is like the difference from three to seven wins really isn't that much versus so like i'd say that's i'd say that's quite a bit no i meant like the difference there like in level skill level of teams yeah, and that's kind of where my point is. No, I'm agreeing with you. Okay. <laughs> yeah, keep arguing the same point. That, that'd be great. But I don't know. I just feel like even if we get if we get Nick Saban right tomorrow at Illinois, we aren't going to be contending for a bowl game. Or like for like a playoff, like a final. Playoff, correct, yes. Not guess, for a I couple mean, of years. I guess my expectations, my, maybe that's my problem, but my expectations are Illinois – uh, I mean, I don't oh. think they're ever going to be really contending for a bowl game, maybe one once out of every 30, 40 years, just because there's only four teams that are getting it, and you're already guaranteed to have two of those teams be teams like Alabama or Ohio State. They're teams that they're just going to get in just because of their name, and they're never going to lose because they are that much better. Because um, like I said, there are 10, maybe 10 programs in the country that are just always going to be at a higher standard. Yeah, no, I completely agree. I just, I just feel like you can become an elite program with a, a coach in basketball versus more than you can in football. I agree. Correct. Yeah, I guess I understand that too. Yeah, I was just kind of saying more in basketball though. To be, I think my point was it, it's more recruiting to become elite there. But I think it's than it is actually coaching. I think. Yeah, it's, I agree. I think it's recruiting in both in both aspects. So in college college sports in general like if you have a big name you're gonna get all the recruits i mean that's just i mean you look at uh jackson state i mean travis hunter or whatever his name is a five-star he went to jackson state because of Deion sanders like i think there's in both basketball and football in the college sports world today especially that regardless of how good of a coach you are or whatever like regardless if you're like a really good coach but your name hasn't been out there yet i think you're it's going to take a little bit of time because of that very reason, because you're not going to be able to get that. It is thundering really bad here. But um, anyway, but yeah, there's... So, like, on that same thought, though, like, if you're a five-star recruit and you have the opportunity to get an experience at Alabama, Clemson, somewhere with just the craziest environment, yeah, like, how do you not go there? Yeah, that's Like, what how I'm do saying. you go to Jackson State? Like, <laughs> like, I get the Deion Sanders thing, primetime, like, all that, I get that, but... The experience part, like, how do you not go to that? I, I, I've wondered that for. I've wondered that, like, how do people turn that down? Like, the, I just don't understand it either. Because there's, why would you want to go to somewhere else where you're gonna play in front of, like, nobody compared to be on national television every, every game, every game, and have the nicest equipment, nicest facilities, and. Um, it's just it just baffles me that people choose, and that's why you don't see. It. I don't. I think that's why you see you don't see it that often. I feel like as a recruit, 
I I don't think I'd want to go to Alabama specifically just because of of how much talent there is and you're not guaranteed really anything. I'd want to go somewhere I'm guaranteed, but somewhere that's still going to have that atmosphere. Like a you, do you tell me you come from competition? Uh, yeah, hundred <laughs> percent. I want to be the best. I want to be like the guaranteed. I uh, like a Tennessee program. Like imagine going to Tennessee where they're they're getting good good guys, but you're you're if you're a five star solid really good player, you're going to be you're going to be the top guy there. And I mean, they sell out every game. They're going to get they're going to be packed every game. Every road game is going to be insane. Jerry, like uh, I get that, but like to be the man, you have to beat the man. So like, well, how many great? How many times did Michael Jordan shy away from from challenges? Yeah, and that's all great and all saying it out loud until you're the third stringer and you're your five star third stringer, not getting any any uh, any really experience, and then you can maybe make the NFL, and that's great and all, but you can do the same thing in any other school. I mean, while you're also catching every pass. Hey, what do you say about this, Kurt? So, I mean, I get Jared's point, the but I do like the person that comes to mind on this with Jared's point is Tate Martell. Like. <laughs> The guy was like pretty like highly touted, but or he was a high recruit, and then he literally sucked and not in college. But so. I also feel like it depends on the position, though. If you're yeah, a quarterback, I, I agree. totally agree, I agree with that hundred percent. Yeah, I agree. With that but as if, well. but if you're anything else where like more than one person plays in a game, like I don't think that's a valid argument. Yeah, I agree. I, I totally agree with that. That's true. I think there's Quarter, quarterback's not a fair fight because I agree. If I even say running back as well, you, and you, I mean, like, you may never get a chance to prove yourself. Yeah, I would agree with that. I think running back is similar, though. I think that depending on what you're, I guess, on the style of offense, has also a factor on it. But yeah, I mean, I, like if you're like a corner or a, a safety or a receiver, I mean, there's going to be six, seven guys playing every day, every game. Yeah, maybe not a safety, but yeah, I mean, you have so many chances to prove yourself throughout that. Yeah, I mean, I, I can see that. Yeah, I, I would agree with that. But like, okay. yeah, like but the Tate Martell's. Yeah, I was thinking position player, not quarterback. But quarterback, I would. If there's three other five stars going there that they're a year ahead of me or two years ahead of me, not a chance of me going there. It doesn't make any yeah. sense to do that. Which I'm still that just blows my mind. It I does mean, me too. Like you look yeah, at a is a great example. Yeah, I know. That's why I said it. But you know, like I, I even think of like Arch Man, Archie. What's his name? Arch Manning. Is that his name? Doesn't Texas have that Quinn Ewers guy? Why is he going there? I don't know. I think maybe it's maybe he's got like a promise that he'll be playing. I don't know. But I mean, you see guys like you're another great example. Excuse me. Guys like Kyler Murray, guys like Baker Mayfield. That that's true. I mean, they transferred. And they had to transfer because they were weren't getting their time. And now look at them. I mean, Baker's less <laughs> popping off in the NFL, but Kyler. I mean, I mean Kyler's just got a huge contract. I mean, if he would have just stuck his four years in one college, he would. I mean, where, where would he be? Three years. I think it was TCU, wasn't it? Is that right? No, oh, he was at. Hold on, say that again. Where was Kyler Murray at? Yeah, he was at Texas A&M, wasn't he? I don't. That remember. actually does sound right. Yeah, he was at Texas A&M, then he went to Oklahoma. I do know that. Yeah, that's right. But which is wild. I'm at Texas A&M though. He played, didn't he? Yeah. Yeah, he played for a little bit, and then I mean. But he didn't play right, right away because he played a, um, under like a couple guys like Kyle Allen or something like that. Yeah. Right, what do you guys feel about like? Do you, do you think he made the right decision to go to the NFL versus the MLB? I think so. I don't know. I mean, this is gonna sound. I don't know. For me, and I don't know. I'm not a professional athlete, but 
maybe the NFL is probably maybe more intriguing, but like health wise, why would you not choose the MLB? It, and you look at the contracts of the MLB, like what did Juan Soto get offered like ten years, four hundred and fifty million yeah. or five hundred and fifty million or something? Like he's not the make- dude play, I mean I get he plays hundred and sixty two games a year, but his body is not gonna be near as bad as Kyler Murray's when oh, he's yeah. sixty. And especially with Kyler Murray's like style of play, like he runs around all over the field. And yeah. So well, Kyler Murray signed five years, two thirty. I guess. Okay. Sure. Sure. <laughs> yeah. What is that a year? That's uh, I don't know, like fifty, a little under fifty a yeah. year. It's the same. It's the same. It's the same. Yeah. So. Yeah, uh, I, mean, I don't know. I think I think MLB also. Which I, I guess I mean I think you have arguments both ways. I personally, I think like I'd argue on your side just because of health. But I feel like MLB is also both are I guess injury wise both. I mean, if, as a pitcher, MLB I feel like it it's one injury and you're you could be screwed. But also same with NFL. Yeah, there's no the, right answer. In the minor leagues, the NFL I've heard the minor leagues are just awful. And then they'll be like, you're riding a bus everywhere, staying in random hotels. Like, Yeah, you're making no money in the minors, are you? He would oh, make you're a good prospect. He was a big prospect and got drafted high, but he most get, of them yeah. no. Yeah, I don't know. I, I, hmm. That's a good, that's a good argument. That's a good age old question. Age old question, yeah, that's right. So, but there's been other, other guys that have chosen, well, they've done both, actually, but, um, I think also the quarterback, maybe not Kyler, because Kyler's, like a little, uh, I'm not going to say the M word, uh, midget, but um, he's a short dude that is a running style quarterback. I feel like that's a little different, but I feel like if you're a like a uh, pocket passer that's a quarterback, I think that's the better option because they protect the quarterbacks so much that nowadays that Josh oh, Allen, like he's a no brainer NFL player, probably. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. There's certain guys I think, but I think anything other than quarterback, you're just yeah. You I don't know what you're doing. Yeah, yeah. And that's... also, if you're not a quarterback, you're probably not an MLB prospect. It's true. Who? Uh, so switching back gears to Illinois football, do you guys think that Illinois can be? I know Jerry, you do, but do you, Avery? Do you think that Illinois is going to be good in the this year, coming years at all? Yeah, I. I mean, I'm I'm not Jerry. Like, I my definition of good is probably not the normal Illinois fans like. If I can go six and win six games to nine games every year and win a Big Ten championship one every seven to eight years, I'm ecstatic. Oh, yeah. See, yeah. you know what's crazy to me, though, is that, like, and but this goes back to all, it's only the same five, six teams that are getting in the bowl game. Like, it doesn't seem like you accomplish really anything if you don't win a Big Ten championship and you're not in the college football playoff. That's just how I see it. But obviously you do. But it just seems so, like, less than if you just win a normal bowl game. I agree. It's because of the system that they set up. Yeah. And it's because it is so limited. I mean, the coverage, I mean, the hype, everything after even New Year's Eve bowl games and New Year's Day bowl games mean don't really feel like they mean anything anymore because you're that close to getting in the playoffs, and the playoffs made it a – made it more competitive to get a championship, I guess. Made it more a specific championship. It used to not even be called technically the championship, did it? It was BCS for a while, but before that, it was just a Rose Bowl. Yeah, Rose Bowl or Fiesta Bowl or something like that. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. 
But I do think I hope Illinois. I mean, it would be awesome to have a good football program, like a consistent football program, though, like that we we people could get at least somewhat excited about. Um, and like it would be cool to go to games in that Illinois football games and it'd be sold out or something. I don't know if we'll see that, but I hope so. I my personal opinion, I think that with NIL, I do believe that if we can get to a point where we start selling selling close to being sold out at games we can get the players the money it's just that they, there's not an environment so if you can get the start bringing somewhat of an environment i think that those two combined with the money i think illinois could be start seeing some good players i think that's what illinois is doing didn't nick bilma like put out a letter to the fans like saying we need your support like yeah and stuff like we need the environment yeah, I actually know someone. I know people that actually got like personal phone calls from Brett, Brett Bielema saying, "Hey, we need your support." Like they they have basketball season tickets, and he was calling them saying, "Hey, you have you used to have football tickets, but um, you don't anymore. We need you though." And he did it. So yeah. I I have basketball season tickets, and you get the phone call. I kind of feel a little jaded. Are you is, are you donating true. a lot of money? I can't. I can't disclose. <laughs> Yeah, Basically, I mean, with your tickets, your tickets I guess you are, are with your tickets. Right? If you want to, um, I can maybe see if I can get Brad Bielema's phone number um, from that guy, and um, you can give him a call and just let him know, or send him a send him a nicely worded email, Avery. So, so did the guy buy tickets then, or what? What's the outcome? He did. He did buy tickets. I think he bought tickets with like some other guys, like he split it or something. Gotcha. So, so. I mean, basketball is a clear proof that it works. I mean, look at the guys we got this offseason. Without the NIL, we get, we don't get these guys. Yeah, and it's yeah, and it's a huge difference of we lost that many guys, and yet we're still excited for the season. I mean, if you can start getting guys in the in football as well, that even if they're names, they're just big names. They might not have, they don't have to be great. They just have to be big names that get people to show up, and then next thing you know, everybody wants to come. So tell me this: with the NIL, is someone like a, on the Illinois football team? Are they going to be making good money? Oh yeah. If he's good. Well, let's just say he's like a a four star. Four star, uh seven hundred thousand. Okay. Illinois got some good alumni. They got some rich alumni. Yeah, they do, they do. So is that is that uh is that confirmed or are you just throwing a number out there? Uh just a great number out there. Okay. Alright. What would you think it would be? I, I have literally no idea. I just I'm not I'm not up to date on that kind of stuff right now, so I uh I was just curious on what what like college football players at a low like not a low but a a very average or below average D one school is making. So yeah, I don't know. I, I honestly I don't know. I feel like that's a good number though. Avery, what are your thoughts? Depends on where the four stars playing. Like. You talk. Let's say Illinois. Like, is that was over? I don't think. Like, I think seven hundred thousand is a bit much. I would say probably two hundred at the most. Two two hundred to three hundred. That's what I was thinking. Seven hundred thousand is a lot of money for a college athlete. That is a lot of money. How much? So yeah, but I think that. I guess I was just looking at in basketball. I mean, if you have the grade of the player, if they're, I mean, a four star in basketball, I guess four star. I was just in my eyes a four star in football. Is one of the top better players? I guess. It depends on what you're ranking. You're going by two. I guess. Um, if you're two, four, seven, or rivals, or that kind of. I just stuff. feel like football has a lot more players that. I mean, I get NIL can be for individual players, but I feel like there's a lot more players that have to split that money versus basketball, 
you get a Kofi, you can play him and pay him a million or whatever. Yeah, you're right. I'm gonna bring it down to three three fifty. Okay. I still think it'd be quite a bit. I think that if you're not if you're a three star, I think you're either coming in for free or fifty thousand maybe max. How many maybe twenty five thousand? How many guys though are making like I don't know, I and I don't know, like I said, I'm not caught up on this and you guys might know more, but how many guys even at bigger schools are making over are there a lot of guys making over a million? I don't think there's a ton. I didn't think so. I know that in football, who was it? Uh, who was uh, who it? was it? There was someone that made over a million before he took his first nap. It was one of the it was Bryce Young, wasn't it? Oh yeah, yeah, it was Bryce Young. He made a million dollars before he even took a snap. But most of that, I mean, most of those are actually not coming from directly from the school. I think that's those are more from just like alumni doing like some kind of sponsorship type thing. Hmm. Very interesting. I don't know. That, that's a whole t- a whole other topic, NIL. But um, I'm excited for college football to come back, though. So that's gonna be that's gonna be a good thing. Um, is that next? Is that two weeks or when's that start? Um, that's, I think it's the twenty seventh. Is the first Illinois game. Uh, that's like week zero, though. So I think yeah, the so. following week is the first like legit week. Um, we play Indiana at Indiana on a Friday night Labor Day weekend. That'll be a good game. Uh, but I do think the NIL, best thing that's ever happened to Illinois, personally. But also, I do want to do a little uh, little note. I made another spreadsheet to predict football games. So if you need uh, need some picks, hit me up. All right. Do you have a Facebook page for that or Instagram page? Um, I, I can. I haven't really done anything official, but I want to say my numbers for basketball were pretty incredible. College basketball, I predicted the spread – over 60% of the t- time correctly, and if my spreadsheet called it as a lock, it was a 80% of the time hit. That's pretty good numbers. Yeah, um, yeah, sure. Uh, do you need? Do we need to have an intervention with you about this? these spreadsheets? Um, I don't think so. I think that <laughs> it's not a problem if you're winning, Curtis. All right, okay, that's fair. I mean, whatever you want to say, okay. Cool. I got an MLB one um, as well. If I, uh, that one's seeming to do pretty well. Won, uh, won $900 last night, so it wasn't too bad. That's nice. That's yeah. very good. Very good. Well, um, we're getting a little long on this podcast. Um, Avery, I uh, appreciate you joining us. Um, do you have any final thoughts for the listeners? Uh, keep it real. Um, keep it between the lines. Okay. Um, oh, don't step outside and do do what Jeremy would do. Do what Jeremy would do, okay? And make some more spreadsheets. <laughs> All right, words of wisdom from Jeremy and Avery. You heard it here first. Um, but Avery, thank you so much for joining us this week. We really appreciate it. Hopefully we'll get, we'll get you back on, talk some more football, talk some more basketball. Um, always a good time. Absolutely. Thanks for having me on. It's been a pleasure, boys. Absolutely. All right. Thank you, guys. We will see you guys next week. Bye, guys. All right, bye. See ya. Thank you.